Tell somebody to tell somebody that we in here. We in here. We in here. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good evening. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one. Oh, that water's so good. If you anchored in the Lord, yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Hey. Gang, 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 home of 
the mafia gang 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 members of faith in action ah yes thirsty is thirsty is thirsty is thirsty is thirsty i feel good i feel all right all right i see ya i see ya brother marcellus is in the building we see ya salute sir yeah yeah we back in memphis y'all we back in memphis we back in memphis. i had a great great time i have several several pictures to use as a background yes yours truly took that picture right on maine i believe that was maine in memphis Tennessee, right on the rails of the trolley. Yeah, we're on the corner, but we still in here. We in here, we in here, we in here. Yeah, yeah, we in here. Tell somebody to tell somebody else to get in here, because we in here. Yeah, Sister Bernicia, we see you, we see you, we see you. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. That's what's up. Y'all in here, we in here. That's all that matters. Yeah, we in here. Hey, hey, hmm. You hear a little bit like that. Uh huh. And say, Yeah, <laughs> just home with it a little bit and say, mm, yeah, I like that, I like that, I like that. One more time, mm, yeah, it makes it feel all right. It feels good, it feels good. We in here, we in here, mm, yeah, I like that, I like that, yeah. Good evening, good evening, welcome. Welcome to the Preacher's Corner. To the Preacher's Corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do me a favor. Drop those anchor emojis. Your anchor. And the Lord, and the Lord, and the Lord, and the Lord. If by chance you haven't had an opportunity... To check us out on our social media platforms, we are House of Deliverance, H-O-D underscore of Crowley, Texas. That's our church Instagram handle. Go ahead and follow H-O-D underscore of Crowley, Texas. JCM Ministries underscore 1405 is the Instagram handle of yours truly, Pastor JT. Beat Sessions with Nita is on Instagram and on Facebook. That is the pages of Lady Mayberry, the queen. That's right, that's right. Yeah. We Are Mafia is our Instagram handle for our outreach and we have 
HODTV, the church YouTube channel. Go ahead, like, and subscribe. Yay. Do that, do that, do that, do that. Do, do that, that, that. Yeah. Visit our website, www.thepreacherscorner.net. There you'll find all that you need to know about the preacher's corner yeah do that do that do do that 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 yeah ah guess what y'all it's almost at time man. it's almost at time and i'm glad that you glad that you can make it right here on the corner once again once again once again we in here we are in the building i have to do it i have to because i'm very appreciative of the support that we've been getting guess what y'all we had 47 downloads on today and 26 of those 47 was in Hold on to your seats. Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Yes, right. 26 downloads in all Australia. Mike. Good day, Mike. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Guess what? That's some more. Some more listeners. New listeners. And guess what they had? They're in Cleveland. Ohio, Lakewood, Ohio, Miami, Florida, Palm Beach, Florida, Peterson, New Jersey, Santa Catrina, Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Piringaminas, Brazil, Jundia, Brazil, Jonaville, Brazil, Laos, Nigeria, Brussels, Belgium, Dublin, Ireland, Cologne, Germany, Frankfurt, Germany, Rocky Mountain House, Canada, Vancouver, British Columbia, Minnesota, Chi-Town, Sacramento, California, San Jose, California, Wichita, Kansas, Osborne, Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, PVU. Preview is in the building. Garland, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Mesquite, Metalothian, Mansfield, Arlington, Texas, Forest Hill, Texas. We got a new one. Hearst, Texas, Houston, Texas, Denton, Texas, Corinth, Texas, Alvarado, Texas, Everman, Texas, and Fort Worth, Texas. And Crowley, Crowley, Texas. Yo, we growing, we growing, we growing, we growing, we are growing. Do not despise small beginnings. So we celebrate each and every small victory. I want to shout out to my new family, to my new friends, uh, my, my, my new supporters, and they are Save Radio. Hits 107.3, the beat in ATL, Sister Tanza is the DJ, KD 
of King David Studios, Platinum Kitchens, Ava Gray, Mellow from the Breakfast Club, DJ Rob, DC Da Vinci, Commotion, Forever Rose, Shout It Boy, Black Christian Influencer Family. Salute! I can't forget. Duke Pharaoh and the Colony. That's what's up. That's what's up. Man, I sure appreciate the support. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yay! Yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. We had some people to sneak into the building while we was doing our shout outs. And we want to acknowledge the fact that Sister Brittany is in the house. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, yay, it's alright, it's alright, we want to get rid of this from right here, we got to get rid of it, we want to get rid of it, uh, uh, before we get any further, we want to practice our fair use, that's right. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Okay. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, we ready. We ready. We ready. We ready. We got a we got a good preacher tonight. We got a good preacher tonight. But before we get to the preacher, I gotta encourage. I gotta encourage somebody that may have had a rough day. Didn't feel like getting up. Didn't feel like getting off of work. Uh, been been arguing with the children. Been, been been arguing and doing it. I want to encourage you. It's gonna get greater later. But right now, I just need you to hold on. Battles won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying. Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So there's nothing that my girl can't change, including me. Yo, I live by his word and nothing else. Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself. See the truth will set you free. Set you free, true indeed. Cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead. Give me a mission to be to you. Pray I will succeed And so far my friends been answered Cause I got the tools I need So I'ma keep on pushing Let them add in my story If the end is about the Christ I won't see you to get the glory
day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in here. We in here. Giving God all, all the glory, all of the glory, the honor. It is rightfully deserving. Yeah. Tonight, we have another. We have another fellow BCI family. Oh, yeah. For those that didn't know, I am a member of BCI. That's Black Christian Influencers. And this is one of the ministers, the prophets of the organization. He is the founder of Roar. Roar. Rise of a Remnant Ministries. He serves by offering mentorship, fellowship, and covering for ministry leaders and people across the country. He's a two-time best-selling author, and he resides in Columbus, Ohio. I love his technique. I love aura as he ministers. Uh, I, I love the fact that right here on the preacher's corner, we're not stuck on a specific type of preaching. I love various different styles and techniques. So I not only uh, pay attention to what's being said, I pay attention to how it's said. Pay attention to the atmosphere and where it's saying. With that in mind, let's get ready for an experience. Yeah, let's go. You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is our in-house Do me a favor. I want everybody to just stand to your feet. We're going to pray for, for a little bit. I believe in prayer. Um, a lot of times we go places, people lose weight in our services because you're going to be up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> you're going to get a little cardio in today, all right? Uh, I want you all to do me a favor. If you could, lift your hands halfway to heaven. Just halfway, halfway. That's all I'm asking you to do. Halfway. I ain't telling you to extend them all the way. I need y'all to listen to the rules tonight, all right? I need you to list, just lift your hands halfway to heaven. Halfway symbolizing me personally, I can only get you right, right here. This is all I can do tonight. I can get you halfway. But I want you to get your mind on Jesus Christ. And at the moment you start looking beyond what you see on a stage... The moment you stop thinking about who came to church with you, who's at home waiting for you to get back, the moment you stop thinking about your job or your employment or how much money you got in the bank, that's the moment I want you to just lift your hands all the way. Because at this moment, you don't care about who's with you, who's against you, what, what's around you. At this moment, all you're thinking about is, God, I want your presence. We didn't gather here tonight just to look at each other, just to, just to pray and sing a pretty song. We ain't come here for that. We came here because we want to encounter God. So with your hands lifted all the way. Uh, in the Bible, there's a story of a man came, named Moses. Moses was in a battle 
he was in a fight and he had his hands lifted all the way. Naturally, his hands got tired because during the battle, uh, when his hands was lifted, when his hands was lifted, they continually began to win. They were winning with his hands up. But he naturally got tired and his hands began to fall. Y'all know the story. Uh, so when Moses naturally got tired, like we all do, his hands start going down. This is what I want you to do with your hands lifted. I want you to connect with somebody next to you because the thing that took place is Aaron. Uh, come on, somebody. Moses had two people standing on both sides of him. And when he naturally got tired, they began to lose the battle. Y'all ain't hearing me. Uh, uh, he began to lose the battle. The battle was being lost because his hands start going down. But God positioned and two people next to him. What I want you to do is connect with somebody next to you. From this moment forward, your hands don't go down. Why? Because I want to make a declaration tonight. Everything in here is getting ready to win. If you step into this room, this ain't your winning season. This is your time of winning. So, Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We exalt your name higher than any other name. Lord, we lift the name of Jesus in Bethel. In the plow, oh God, I thank you. We lift your name in here. Lord, we want to see miracles, signs, and wonders. Lord, we want to we wanna be filled with joy again. We want our peace restored. We want, God, you to do everything that you said you would do for us. You said that greater things shall we do. So, God, we want to see greater tonight. Lord, we came in here to encounter you. Lord, we came in here to hold our neighbor's hand up in victory. We came because we believe that tonight is our night to do what it is you've called us to do. So God, with our hands lifted, we open up our hearts to you. We open up our minds to you. We open our spirits to you. Lord, I pray that fire fall in this place like crazy. Yeah, Lord. God, I pray you set this place on fire. Lord, let tonight be the night that miracles that people have never encountered before in their life take place. God, I'm praying for every bone in people's body to get in alignment. I'm praying for cancer cells to dry up and fall out. I'm praying for deliverance to take place for family members. I'm praying that the glory of the Lord will arrest every spirit that ain't from God. <laughs> And we believe that tonight is the night of victory. If you believe it, shout amen. Come on. Come on. If you believe tonight's your night of victory, shout amen. Come on. One more time. If you believe tonight's your night of victory, shout amen. All right. You can have your seat. You can have your seat. Uh, again, I'm grateful to be here. Um, tonight going to be a fun night. <laughs> You know, you know, it, this this is one of those uh, stages I had to I had to do a little research when I sat down with Jerry. Uh, Jerry's a very intellectual individual. Uh, Jerry will make you feel like you're the smartest person in the room and you don't know what you're talking about. That's just that's love, man. <laughs> so when I received the invitation to come, uh, I had to openly say yes, because this is family to me. Anybody whose family to my family is family to me. 
Jerry's been a brother. Joe's been a brother. Steve's been a brother. This is my new brother. You can see it in the eyes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can see it in the eyes. Um, probably in the head if he took his hat off. Let me see your hat. Yep, it's in the head too. So, so you can see it in the head. Um, so I'm thankful unto God for what's going to take place tonight. I believe tonight uh, people are going to get delivered from some stuff uh, that you've been hiding that you don't even know you've been dealing with. Y'all ain't ready tonight. Um, I believe tonight is one of them nights. Come on, somebody. Yeah, we can shout, we can run, we can scream, we can dance, we can do all of that and still be holding on to stuff that people think that you ain't holding on to. Y'all ain't hearing me. Uh, I believe tonight is a night that you're going to get free and free indeed. Uh, so I'm excited. We got Columbus in the house, Pastor Tolliver here, uh, my assistant. Listen, listen, my assistant came all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. That's, that's love right there. Uh, we got Columbus. We got some singers in the house. We might have people singing along with y'all. Where'd that guy go? He was singing right here. Just raise your hand. Where are you? Okay. When he come back, tell him, Tell him, yeah, when he come back, I need to see him. Um, yeah, uh, Pastor Jarman, John and Abby Jarman, that's the family. Pastor Baker, Mary Baker's in the house. <laughs> yeah, we should have her sing too. Listen, I'm excited. I'm excited. Hey, there you go. Uh, what's your name, man? Jay. All right. Thank you. Uh, this is what I heard, Jay, and I'm going to get into this scripture. Those of you who got your Bible, go to Ezekiel chapter number 8. Um, this is what I want to say. Uh, this is what I heard. You was singing. And when you said, I really love you, oh, that oh shook something in me. And I heard the Lord tell me, get on the ground. I need to talk to you about him. He told me, he said, the stuff you encountered three years ago from people who was attempting to tell you that you would not make it as far as you're supposed to. The connections that you had with individuals saying that you will not make it as far as you're supposed to. This year is the year of pro pro propelment. You shall be pushed past your own potential. Because, the, thank you, God said, what I'm going to do with you is I'm going to use you so I can show them that they lied about you three years ago. Yeah, Lord. He said, what I'm going to do with you. Yeah, this is going to be a fun night. I feel it already. I'm trying not to go all the way out here. Where we going? Uh, he said, what I'm going to do with you is I'm going to show every naysayer that the gift in you is real. I'm going to show every last one of them that the call of God on your life is real. He said, your, your, mm, yeah. your time of worship, has in, it has invoked me to send angels to your rescue. He said, at this moment, I'm releasing ladders into your home. You will have angelic visitations that will blow your mind. So also, make sure that that pen and pad that you put up the other day, that you said, I'm not hearing what I want to hear. I want to write more music. God said, take the pad out because I'm going to give you with these visitations more music. This makes sense to you? Okay, so, so, so with that, he said, I'm calling you a deliverer of a city. 
I have placed within you the trumpet to sound the alarm over Cleveland. That's some good stuff. I've placed, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, prophecy and hearing the Lord say stuff, it's, it's amazing. But sometimes you get amazed yourself like, man, that was good. <laughs> he said, I'm placing within your mouth a trumpet. You will be used to sound the alarm. He said, I will use you to destroy strongholds within ministries. <laughs> All right, I'll say it. That's a rough word. but <laughs> He said, I'll use you to destroy strongholds within ministries that I'll send you to to worship. He said, be open to actually walk in the door and sing because I'm going to use you as a secret weapon in other ministries so that they can finally feel the presence of the Lord in their church. For many ministries who contact you now have fallen away from what the glory feels like, but I will send you in as a, as a spiritual sniper so that way you can shoot out the demons that are inside the church. God said, what I'm going to do with you, sir, yeah, Lord, what I'm going to do with you is I'm going to sound the alarm through you. He said, Ezekiel 33 is who you are, the watchman on the wall. <sighs> Lift your hands as high as you can. Um, Jerry, can you do me a favor? Please don't kill me, man. Don't kill me, man. I'm trying to make y'all laugh today. Because uh, y'all going to laugh all of 10 minutes and then it's just going to get real serious. Hey, Jerry, can you do me a favor? Um, all I want you to do, if this agrees with your spirit, the Lord told me that he's going to be introduced to a lot of artists across the nation. Not by you, but the favor you carry to sit in those rooms going to fall on him. That makes sense? To you? Are you in agreement with that? Can you just touch his heart? Here's why. God's giving you a heart transplant tonight. He's going to make you so tender in the spirit that your heart breaks every single time you worship. This small touch may be something that you, 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 you look at and you say, oh, this is a, a physical thing. But God said, receive the download in the spirit. For the favor on him is getting ready to fall on you. You're not going to have to worry about home life neither. I'm not going to get that deep into that. Lord Jesus. Your stress is going away tonight. And the mantle for the nations is falling upon you. Somebody clap your hands for him. Uh. All right, so... Um, I don't know him, by the way. So, you know, people say, oh, you prophesy to people you know. I don't know him at all. Uh, Ezekiel chapter number eight is where we're going to go. Tonight, um, I had prayed all week long. I said, God, what do you want me to speak in Bethel? And he's, he, he told me a whole bunch of stuff. But then I said, well, what's the scripture text you want me to come out of? And he got quiet. He didn't tell me nothing. I said, all right, you can't do that. 
I can't be going out here on a limb. Erie, Pennsylvania's in the house. Hey, y'all. Y'all done snuck in here. Um, so I asked God, I said, what is it you want me to talk about? And he said, I want you to talk about secret rooms. All right. Y'all will get it in a minute. <laughs> I said, God, what do you mean? You know, this is a saved and sanctified church. He said, yeah, but people are bound and hurting and nobody knows it. I want you to help them get free from what they may be carrying that nobody wants to talk about. Y'all with me? Turn with me to Ezekiel chapter number eight. We're going to go, I'm going to read through this text. We're going to talk about it and then people are going to get free tonight. Y'all with me? Hey, I'm trying not to run off this stage and come after people. And <laughs> Ah, Lord Jesus, hold on one second. Young lady right here, front row, right here. You got your, yeah, I think that who's, yeah, he's got his arm around, right here. He want me to get hurt. Look, he said hurt? No, right here. Stand up real quick. That's your husband? Not yet? As he, uh, he proposed to you and all that? He has? All right, uh, Woo! <laughs> Yeah, that could have been a disaster. <laughs> that could have been a disaster. I thank God for Jesus. Come on. <laughs> I, can you stand up with her? Um, one thing I believe is that if you prophesy um, to a woman, to the wife, the husband should at least be present to either confirm the word, deny the word, debate the word, whatever they want to do. It's just called order. I'm writing a book called Prophetic Protocol. One of the reasons people don't uh, receive prophecy is because there's been a loss of protocol with prophets. Yeah, a lot of people want to prophesy to folks in parking lots because they have no, uh, uh, they have no, what's the word I want to say? They've not been released to do it within the sanctuary because they're messy. Yeah. Lord told me to tell you, young lady, that you will not relive the pain of your childhood. For what I'm putting together will be the thing that's gonna not just bless you, but bless the people in your family to see stability within a marriage. I will use you as a beacon of light within a dark area to show people what my glory looks like, not just what my name is. People in your family know the name of Jesus, but many of them are getting ready to encounter them at the wedding. He said, I'm going to turn your wedding upside down. You've been having dreams about an altar call at the wedding. And the Lord said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you what your dreams look like in reality. He said, I'm going to cause your wedding to, be, to go down in history as the time when others got saved, even those who are watching via FaceTime who can't be there. Yeah, Lord. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do these things for you because your prayer has been, God, unite my family. Even in this. The reason I had to give you the husband that I've given you is because I'm going to use him to show the men in your family what a strong man looks like within the kingdom who's not afraid to step into their calling. But I'm also doing the same thing for him. It is by no coincidence I've connected you to. 
because your destinies must collide together so you can run a race that other people are not fit to do. This makes sense to you? All right, awesome. You're also getting, you know, a lot of people who prophesy are afraid to ask for confirmation because they think, you know, people making up stuff. Yeah, that's why Jerry looking at me like, oh God, he asking for confirmation on the spot? Oh, he crazy. <laughs> but when you hear God, you're hearing. And all I'm doing is encouraging others to hear God and know it. People fear confirmation with prophecy because they're afraid they're going to be wrong. But if God's talking and you're listening to him, how can you be wrong, right? Y'all with me? So also what I'm going to do is I'm going to bless you in worship. Your private time is about to become public. Yeah. <laughs> your private time is about to become public because I see a lot of little young children around you dancing and running and singing. You are a worshiper to the core, both of you. God says the youth and young adults, not just of this city, but he says Akron. The youth and young adults in Akron are going to be blessed because of what you do here. Makes sense? Okay, lift your hands. Everybody stretch your hand that way. Um, it's the last thing I'm going to say to you. Your transition won't be hard. Because the struggle that you've been dealing with in private is going to be handled publicly. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. I just heard that song. Like, it's absolutely crazy. This is how you're going to fight. Worship opens doors for you. Mm. Everyone stretch your hands and just say these words. Lord, whatever they're standing in need of, by the time they get up tomorrow, let them receive an email, a text message, a phone call from somebody desiring to open a door that was shut in their face. In Jesus' name. Yeah, this is going to be a fun night tonight. Uh-huh. All right. Ezekiel chapter number eight, verse number six. We're going to read a few chapters of uh, verses in scripture. I'm going to talk about what the scripture means, and then we're going to uh, get free. Y'all ready? How many want to be free? You know, people, you, you start asking people how many want to be free. They say, well, I'm already free. Are you really? You really free? What about when them people uh, cut you off in traffic and you gave them the bird? Are you really free? Are you, are you, are you as free as you say? <laughs> what about when your family member called you and you looked at the phone and said, I'm sick of him. Hey, are you real? You, you got to question things like that. Uh, so tonight, we're going to get free all the way. We're going to get free from our emotions, all of our pain, all the stuff we encounter. We're going to get free tonight. Y'all want to get free? Yeah. All right. Ezekiel chapter number eight, uh, verse number six. We're going to talk just uh, briefly 
Um, I'm not long-winded like most people who say they prophetic, so don't believe the hype. Uh, not all of us talk that long. Uh, verse number six, if it's customary for y'all to stand when y'all read, stand, if it's not and y'all want to sit down and relax, do so. I'm all for that. Uh, Ezekiel chapter number eight, verse number six. He said, furthermore unto me, son of man, seest thou what they do? Even the great abominations that the house of Israel commit here. That I should go far off from my sanctuary, but turn thee yet again and thou shalt see greater abominations. Mm, Y'all probably ain't even know that was in the Bible, huh? And he brought me to the door of the court. And when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall. Somebody say a hole in the wall. Say these words, Lord, tonight, show me the hole in the wall. All right. Verse number eight. Then said he unto me, son of man, dig now in the wall. And when I digged in the wall, behold, a door. Huh. And he said unto me, go in and behold the wicked abominations that they do there. So I went in and saw and behold every form of creeping thing and abominable beasts and all the idols of the house of Israel portrayed upon the wall round about. Why am I even talking about this text when it comes to you getting free? Let's explain it. Trauma in our life happens all the time. Childhood trauma. Uh, you... Uh, 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 at a young age probably dealt with something that you tried to cover up. You, at the age of 12, dealt with something that nobody even knows about. Something took place in your life and you were told, don't say nothing. So what happened is you subconsciously created a wall. You don't talk about this. You in your mind create a wall that nobody will even be able to gain access to the door that's behind it. What is the door? The door is the access point of the pain you've encountered. Somebody say, Lord, show me the hole in the wall. Why am I consistently talking about the hole in the wall? Within the scripture, uh, the Lord told him, uh, look at the hole in the wall and dig. He told him that there's a small thing that you may not have even paid attention to, that I wanna bring light to. Tonight, we are gonna bring light to the hole in the wall, to access what you've been holding on to that causes you uh, to, to, to turn your phone over, or turn your phone off when your family members call you. Tonight, we are gonna deal with the, with the door that nobody knows is there. Are you with me? So, All right. <laughs> so, so tonight, my prayer, oh Lord Jesus, tonight my prayer is that every individual in here is given access to find the doors. Uh, there are doors within uh, the supernatural realm that, 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 God, uh, I'll say that. Uh, I'll say it. Um, young lady, right here. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah. Lord told me, and I'm, I'm trying to preach. I am. But a lot of times, this is what happens. You know, 
Uh, we spend so much time putting together a word that we don't want to hear the word. That makes sense. We spend so much time putting together sermons. I have a book over there that's full of sermons. I could have pulled out any one of them and preached it and, and, and it would have been fine. But the Lord told me to say to you that while you are in school, I'm going to touch your ears to hear my voice with clarity. You will hear me clearer than you ever have this quarter. This time around, I will give you the access to the keys to lock the door on every demon that's been attempting to come back into your life. I will show you who you're called to be through this assignment. I will use you as the sword in the spirit to cut away the flesh of every family. There's a lot of families going to be blessed tonight. This is some interesting stuff. Can you stand for one moment? Listen, she said, I'm taking the word too. Well, since you stood up, you stand up. Come on, stand up. She said, I'm taking this word as well. Now, that's what I love. Because if a prophecy sounds good to you, you better grab a hold of it. <laughs> so what I want to say, and I'm glad you stood up because you was next on the radar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lord told me to tell you that this will be the greatest time of your life because I'm releasing you from the yokes of bondage that have been trying to hold you bound. You'll be used to see your family members get delivered. You'll be that sword in the spirit. Ma'am, you'll be used to be the one that breaks the addictions within your family members. He said, I will use you to be my oil carrier. For when my presence enters into the room, everything that is not like me will want to leave. So I will, yeah, I will shift, yeah. Good Lord, I will shift you and your calling and your purpose and your assignment. So that way, every person who is still addicted to those things, when you enter the room, they will immediately begin to put them down. We were in Lorraine, Ohio, preaching for a convergence conference and the Lord told me uh, if you have cigarettes, black and mouths, marijuana, uh, if you're addicted to pornography and it's in your cell phone, put it on the altar. We were at this church. We got people who were there. People threw their phones at the altar. One lady went and got a very healthy bag of marijuana. <laughs> You hear how I said that, right? A healthy bag. <laughs> and then I found out that the woman, well, what she did in the church was absolutely amazing, but she wanted to get free and ain't care. One of the problems we have within the church is we're too concerned about other people's opinion. I want to be free, so I don't care if you're looking at me. 
I will bring what I'm dealing with to the altar and get delivered. God said, you will be the one that I'll use in the house to destroy the addictions because my oil will be on you. Your crushing process, your crushing process that has been public has produced an oil that will literally blow the minds of your family when you step out and believe what God tells you. Stop, you right here. Stop denying that you hear God the way you do. You hear him so clear. And he does talk to you. Start believing in your own assignment. And watch the addictions break. Those people laid that stuff at the altar. One lady came up to me. Uh, that was on Friday. That Sunday, the lady who came up and she laid all that weed and marijuana and stuff on the altar. She came up to me that Sunday and said to me, I don't even have a desire to do it no more. I said, what do you mean? She said, I went to the car and, and, and you know, I reached for where stuff was at normally but then my mind and my spirit got in tune with each other and the desire and the taste left my mouth in my car. How many want to be free like that? To where, to where the stuff you desire or you used to desire, y'all ain't hearing me, is no longer, uh, oh God, <laughs> I'm trying not to say all of this. What time is it? Here we go. It's 737. Who said that? The one that wants to get our family delivered. That's who said say it all. Uh, verse number eight says, verse number seven, it says, and he brought me to the door of the court. And when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall. Now, here's the interesting thing about this entire text. Um, he was inside the church. Interesting thing about this text is he's in the church, he's in the synagogue, he's in the house of the Lord. And there's a hole in the wall. Y'all hearing me? What are you saying, Sean? What I'm saying is we must, as a church, come together to help each other dig ourselves out of the stuff we are in. At the moment, you can't get free because you're afraid of what somebody else is gonna think, then that's the moment when all the lights, the cameras, the smoke, and the screens become ineffective. Because the truth of the matter of why we come to church is so that we can get delivered. So that I can hold my neighbor's hand up like we did earlier and believe that they're gonna be victorious. Y'all with me? Everyone say, I want to see the holes in my life. When you start focusing on you and stop looking at everybody else, you'll be able to deal with your own issues. Y'all ain't hear that. Maybe that's just in Columbus. <laughs> Maybe that's a Columbus thing where people want to look at everybody else's problems as if they ain't got none, but they go home and they full of all types of nonsense themselves. Maybe that's a Columbus thing. <laughs> Everyone say, I want to see the holes in my own life. 
Show me what I need to see to get free. Bible says in verse 7, And he brought me to the door of the court, and when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall. And said unto me, Son of man, dig now in the wall. Stop waiting to get free. Bible said dig now in the wall. Once you see your small problem, you need to deal with it at that moment. Y'all ain't hear me. You, once you see that you've been dealing with this thing, address it yourself. Dig now. Somebody turn to someone else and say, dig now. What are you waiting for? I told y'all, y'all gonna, gonna lose a couple pounds today. You, we working on your neck muscles now, all right? We working on your neck muscles. Turn to your neighbor and say, dig now. We gonna work on your neck now. We gonna work on your neck. Uh, uh, turn, we gonna work on your waist and, and, your, and your core. Turn behind you and say, dig now. Dig now, dig now, dig now. You know, you know we, we don't want to deal with us. We want to believe we got the word and revelation for everybody else. But we don't want to deal with ourselves. Stop waiting until some magical, mystical moment happens for you to dig. When the Lord says dig now, he says don't wait for somebody else to tell you. I'm telling you to dig. I don't want you to procrastinate, not another minute, not another hour. I want you to just dig. Let's go back to the word. I'm gonna get through this. We're gonna call everybody to the altar because it's about to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope y'all know how interesting this is gonna get. Verse number nine. <laughs> and he said unto me, go in and behold the wicked abominations they do there. Verse number eight, backing up. Then said he unto me, son of man, dig now in the wall. And when I dig in the wall, behold, a door. Hmm. Then he said unto me, son of man, dig now in the wall. And when I had digged in the wall, behold, a door. A door he didn't even know was there. How many of us have went through something and subconsciously said to ourselves, I'll never relive this again, so we tried to forget about it. It's just being honest. Let me tell you a little bit about me. I was the second in command of the third largest street gang in Columbus, Ohio. Been shot, stabbed, set houses on fire. You name it, I've done it. I've by 11th grade, I was in over 300 fights. By 11th grade. I was the drummer at a church. I made $300 a week playing the drums at a church. I'm talking about my holes, okay? Because when you can talk about the hole that you're dealing with, that's how you know you can deal with it. I got paid $300 a week to play the drums at a church. I got paid $300 a week from the church, all right? I got paid $120 from playing the drums. The rest of that money came from me selling weed to the deacons of the church. Wanna talk about the hole in the wall? I have a hole that was in the wall. <laughs> I have a hole and I knew the door was there. <laughs> I made $300 a week. 
120 from playing the drums, the rest from selling weed to the deacons of the church that I was attending. I got the money on a church check at that. Every week for two years straight. Every single week. I came to church with a book bag. I had my snare drum, my drumsticks, and some marijuana. When the pastor would get up to preach, me and the two deacons would go out in the back, smoke a blunt, come back into church. When he's closing and getting ready to be done, we would all come back into the church. I'm talking about my own holes in the wall. I ain't afraid to talk about what I've done. You know why? Because I've led other gang members to Jesus. I've led other drug dealers to Jesus. I've led a lot of the people who I got in, initiated into the gangs to Jesus. Because I'm not afraid to talk about it. Every week I, I would go, go, to, go, to, go to church and, and I would get all this money and I would go home and say, I just made this from the church. One day my sister came to church and she told me, she said, the problem with your situation, Sean, is you're going to go to hell from the stage of the church. That's what she told me. This is, what she, this is my testimony. This is my holes in the wall. You know, I, I went to church with her that night, accepted Christ that night. Church, like 1,500 people in it. I felt like I was the only person sitting in the church. That whole night, pastor preached the word. I looked at him like, what in the world? Listening, and I'm like, God almighty. They asked, they did the call for salvation. I, I couldn't even walk up to the front. I just stood up in my seat and the Holy Ghost hit me and dropped me in the third pew. I said, what is this? <laughs> Filled with the Spirit, speaking in tongues, laying under the third pew. Nobody touched me. I know it was the third pew. Because I saw the gum from the first and the second pew ahead of me. <laughs> you know, church folk nasty. I pray don't nobody put no gum under these seats. These seats are beautiful. If you're putting gum under the seat, I pray you get found out. So, <laughs> so I was sitting there. I accepted Christ. Spoken tongues. Received the Holy Ghost fully. But watch this. I'm telling my testimony and we're going to get to this door. While I was in the car with her, my sister was taking me back to my car. You remember, I was involved in the gang life. I said one prayer. I said, God, if you're real and all this stuff I just encountered is real, get me out of this. You get me out of the gangs, you got me 100%. If all that speaking in tongues and feeling love for the first time is real, if I told you my total testimony, you would understand why I said that comment. I said, Lord, Lord, if you're real, um, I do this. On my drive, because it's Tuesday night, in the gangs we have something called set meetings. We met at a certain time on a certain night. Our night 
What's Tuesday night? I just accepted Christ. But I'm obligated to go to a meeting because I held ranking. There was only one individual over me. In order to get ranking like that, there's some interesting stuff you have to do. That's where them 300 fights by 11th grade came into play. I said, God, if you're real, get me out of this. I got to the meeting. I'm standing next to my OG, the one guy who's over me. And I'm standing next to him. It's about 220 people looking at us. I'm standing next to him. He keep looking at me the whole night. I'm getting nervous as ever. He looks at me. He keeps talking. He looks at me again. I start thinking to myself, did I mess up a count? Did I do something I wasn't supposed to do? By the end of the night, he looks at me and he says, I don't know what it is, but something different about you. Y'all ain't hear me. He says, something is different about you. Now, I'm really nervous. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm just standing there. And he says, you don't belong here. At that moment, I was excommunicated. And there was a word placed in the hood for about a year that he is not to be touched. Watch, watch this. Because when you can talk about your holes in the wall, you can get other, other people free from theirs. Y'all hear me? If you know anything about gang life, in order to get out of that type of stuff, they're going to have to kill you to get out. This was in 2004. I've been around rival gang members, people I've shot at, people who shot my dad's house up. I've been around these guys, ate lunch with them, led their kids to Jesus. Y'all ain't hearing me. Because I was able to identify the hole in the wall. The hole that was in my wall was the spirit of abandonment. And I was able to see it and deal with it. And when I began to dig into that wall, I saw a door that I never understood. I saw the years of my childhood. It says in the scripture, it says, he walked into the room and portrayed on the walls was all the wicked and abominable things. I saw perversion as a child. I saw the molestation. I saw the bitterness. I saw the hatred. I saw all the pornography as a kid. I saw the drugs. I saw the alcohol in my room. And I dealt with the room and got it clean. Watch this. Tonight, every last one of you, you're going to deal with the holes in your wall. And we're going to expose the doors that you have that you don't even want to deal with. We come to church and jump, scream, and shout, and praise God, and then we go home and still deal with the same old stuff. Because what you did is you gave God a good prayer, but you did not give God you. Y'all ain't hear me. You gave God what he commanded from you for that moment, but you didn't give him access to your life. Oh. Tonight, we're going to give God access to clean us completely. Everybody stand up.
I wanted to, ah, this could have been one of them good old preaching, hooping, hollering, ah, all that type of stuff. No, let's get free tonight. It's called encounter night, right? Let's have an encounter. Everybody come to the altar. Here's why I say everyone. Yes, yes, yes. Where's the musicians at? Where's the musicians? There you are. <laughs> Man, this, this guy here, this guy here has a sound that's unbelievable. I wish I knew how to sing. If I played an acoustic guitar, I would be the man in my city. You hear me? If I played any instrument, you remind me of me. What you got in your bag? It better be sticks. <laughs> hey, open your bag right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, a little musician humor, you know? <laughs> ah, he was nervous as ever, like, oh, God. <laughs> I got sticks, man, I ain't got any. <laughs> Here's why I called everybody to the altar. Because a lot of times we don't want to come to the altar for prayer because we're ashamed of walking down that aisle because we feel like we're alone and we don't want people looking at us. People won't come to the altar by themselves. We have altar calls and we say, if you want prayer, just lift your hand and somebody will come and get you. Don't nobody want to take the walk of shame by themselves? Let's be truthful. That's what it feels like. It feels like the walk of shame. It don't feel like, uh, uh, what's, what's the show? It don't feel like the prize is right. It don't feel like that. It don't feel like to come on down. It don't feel like that. It feels like the walk of shame. Especially if you just walked down here last week. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. So, so we don't want to take the walk of shame by ourselves. So, so rather than having the walk of shame, why don't we all just come together at the altar as a family? Why don't we all just get free together? You want to say you don't got nothing to get free from? Give me 10 minutes with you alone and I guarantee you God going to say something. Because we all got something that we're dealing with. Whether we want to admit it or not, you may be dealing with depression and don't want to say it. You may have anxieties that you can't get over. You may have thoughts in your mind of stuff that you went through as a kid and you just can't get past it. Well, tonight, we're going to get free together. Tonight, I tell you to dig. Let me serve as the voice in the scripture that says dig. Dig now. Don't wait until tomorrow to deal with this stuff because tomorrow's not promised to nobody. We need to live our lives believing that at any given moment, God could crack that sky and we out of here. Reason I don't get caught up in sin because I'm scared to go to hell. I'm afraid of the rapture. You want the truth? I'm old school. You know, when I was a kid, they talked about the rapture so much, it scared us from chewing bubble gum in church. <laughs> All I want to do is chew some wriggly spearmint something, and I feel like I'm about to go to hell. <laughs> I 
I'm afraid of the rapture. So I live my life as if the rapture could happen at any moment. I live my life uh, in a worshiping posture because I believe that at any given moment, things could shift. Lift your hands, young lady. Lord told me he's going to put it to the point to where you'll never be winded. Your worship is going to change environments everywhere. I don't even know how you say the girl's name. All I know is the first name is Stephanie. Last name begin with a G. Grish, Grish, something. Huh? Gretzinger. He said, I'm going to give you an anointing that she carries. pray about. Lord, just hear my worship. Let me be the sound in the atmosphere that creates an atmosphere of miracles. Lord says, get ready to prophesy what you hear in song. Every sickness is gone. Speak to the atmosphere. That sickness is drying up. For I give you access to angels.
everybody lift your hands. Everyone with your hands lifted. With your hands lifted. All I want you to do at this moment, don't even think about who's here. It don't matter. It's just you and God now. Get on your mind. Whatever the hole in the wall is. Let us become more, more aware of your, your presence. Get your mind on the hole in the wall. Is your mind on it? Say these words, Lord, I give you access to take control of me. Everything I've experienced, everything I've went through, I hand it to you right now. God, I want your presence. I don't want nothing else. I just want you. For the next few minutes, all I want you to do is just speak that heavenly language. If you ever spoke in tongues a day in your life, open up your mouth and create an atmosphere for miracles. Come on. I just want you to open up your mouth in here. Of your presence, let us experience. Oh, oh, I feel fire getting ready to hit in this place. Come on, open up your mouth. Listening to the Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an in-house production. Oh, we. Mm, 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 mm. My goodness. Ooh we mm, 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 mm. My God, my God, my God. Everybody don't want to see the holes. Everybody not ready to expose the secret rooms. 
God Almighty. God been setting us up all week long. It was a setup, I believe. By golly, he set us up. And he only left. It's crazy. This is, God got a sense of humor. He used the man of God that is the founder of Royal. Y'all missed it. He used the founder of Royal. Royal, the acronym for Royal was Rise of a Remnant. Look at the numbers. Rise of a Remnant. That means the small numbers. Everybody is not ready for deliverance. He said, he said it. He could have shouted. He could have he could have had a rant. I believe these I saw other videos that he's capable of preaching the house down. It's not that hour. It's time for an encounter with the Lord. It's time for an encounter. Not to be entertained, but to be convicted in a place where we can come wholeheartedly and receive what God wants for us in this hour. Man, it's not by coincidence that we keep running into similar topics. Not by coincidence that he's using different individuals to provide us the same thing. It's not that I'm picking, going through, picking messages to fit a format. I don't know that man from Adam. We're in the same organization that I just became a member of recently. And that particular message was a year old. Hello, somebody. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Not by coincidence. It's not by coincidence. Not by coincidence that, that, that he brings up secret rooms. Mm. And there's a we are, we we got to we got to know that there's a stronghold that we didn't let go last night at Wednesday night worship. Some of us couldn't even make it from Tuesday night to Wednesday night because uh, of of the holes in the wall. Uh, some of us couldn't make it back tonight because. Of the holes in the wall. So we went Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And we lost somewhere in between then and now. The enemy has submitted a new accusation. And that new accusation is now planted firmly within your secret room. God Almighty. For some of us, it's already been placed in the minds of the unsure in a season of a spiritual amnesia 
opposed to the recommended loading season suggested on Monday night. Monday night, it was just suggested that we were in a loading season. And spiritual amnesia has, has overtaken us. We, we, we were hitting it all up. Uh, uh, the, the, the timeline was going crazy. Love, the love button, everything was... was, was but the spiritual amnesia, the enemies planted that seed. Firmly planted it. And he said... Mm. The spiritual amnesia has already pushed us back to a worried, rushed state. Forgetting that God has many of us in an infancy stage purposely, specifically for the manifestation of our spiritual maturity. How many of us know that uh, growth never happens when we are comfortable. When we comfortable, we don't grow. Everything is fine. There's no turbulence around us. We don't grow. We become stagnant. With that being said, we can't get too comfortable where we are spiritually and on the flip side we cannot microwave our growth either we have to embrace the loading season now within us this loading season lets us add to the equation of locating the holes in the wall the loading season takes us to the place where we can see Clearly, clearly that there are some holes in the wall. And within those holes, there are doors. God Almighty. Many of us haven't even recognized that there's holes, let alone to know that there's a door behind that wall Jesus Christ we have to locate them holes examine the holes and allow God to be the contractor and pass them up I don't know about you but 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 our houses loses value when there's holes all over the place. You wouldn't want to purchase a home where every room that you walked in needed to be fixed. But I'm so glad that we serve a God that's capable of using us and however condition that we God wants to show you what your dreams look like in reality. He wants to he wants to show you all them walls patched up. 
He wants to show you fresh paint over all those walls. He wants to show you what peace looks like. He wants to show you what a good night's rest feel like. He wants to show you that you can laugh again, that you can love again. He wants to show you, but you have to give him access. We give him access momentarily, only to take it back because we comfortable with just having a patch opposed to a whole brand new reconstructed wall. Mm. Tonight we bring light on the holes that's in the wall and deal with the door that is there. We must recognize that that door is some pain, some forgot about pain that we covered up with a wall. You know that mental thing that happened to you when you were little, that, that embarrassing thing that happened to you in the cafeteria, that embarrassing thing that happened to you in your family, that embarrassing thing that you, that you don't want nobody to know about that occurred, that hindered you, and you tricked your mind that it never occurred. That's that door behind the hole that God has a key to. But you have to allow him God Almighty, access in the room that the holes in the door is in. We have doors that we done forgot about. That we blocked out. That God wants to heal and deliver us from on tonight. Many of us, we 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 had the opportunity to to light up the timeline with all kinds of things that that we were embarrassed about. But you and I know, and the Lord knows, that we didn't put everything that we was embarrassed about that everything that we covering up no no worries no worries no worries i already gave that opportunity but god always gives opportunity give it to him you ain't got to put it on the screen Mm-mm. No, that's not what we asked for tonight. Uh-uh. God is omnipotent and omnipresent. He knows all things. What you believe, Mayberry don't know. God knows. And if May if if, if Mayberry is in the place, <laughs> good God Almighty, to receive the hidden information. He'll grant me access to pray for your situation without you even 
telling me? We just saw. We just saw. We just saw. But many of us don't even have enough faith to trust him with our problems, let alone have the faith to understand his power. My God. My God. My God. My God. Oh, Lord. Mm, 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 mm. Let's go to the comments. God wants access. He wants access into our lives. Praise God. Yeah. Not many comments tonight. Lord, show me the hole in the wall. The door is equivalent to pain. Deal with the door that nobody knows is there. Yes, Lord. Everybody not ready to see the hole. I don't know about you. Lady Mayberry said, I want to see the holes in my life. Sister Bernice said, I want to see the holes in my life. Somebody ought to be digging right now. Dig now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Dig now. Dig now. Praise the name of the Lord. Yes, God. Lady Mayberry says, time for us to become aware of God's presence. Many of us, we wouldn't know the difference between an encounter. If it snuck up on us and bit us, we wouldn't know the difference. Many of us wouldn't know the difference. Of an anointed message. Hmm. Mm -mm. We think C flat and dancing around and hucking and bucking and shouting. But I pay money to be in an atmosphere like that every single time I went to church. I take that. Over anything that I done seen within the city limits of this county, I take that any day. I take that. Yes, indeed. I felt the power of the Holy Ghost through the screen. Yeah, I take that. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Good God Almighty. Lord God, I bless you. I magnify you. Lord, I love you. I thank you. I thank you, God, for what you're doing in this season. God, I thank you for where you're taking 
me spiritually, Lord God, I just, I give you the glory and honor that you rightfully deserve. God, I magnify you. I lift you up for the transformation that you're doing in my mind and in my heart, God. I thank you for the experience of an encounter all day long, God, all day long, God. I, I just thank you for allowing me to converse, good God Almighty, and enabling me to hear your voice, God. Pinpointing out individuals that 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 need specific things, God. I thank you for the mantle that you have placed within my hand, God. The platform that you have placed under my care. The individuals that you are sending. Thank you, God. We ask that you touch each and every individual that is on this broadcast, that tuned in, that receive wholeheartedly, God. According to their faithfulness, God, we ask that you grant them what they need for this hour. Give them the endurance to withstand the storms, God, the turbulence the fight in between flesh and the principalities, God, that, that are tossing them to and fro, the, the fight in their mind, the fight in their spirit, the spirits that, that they are unable to let go. God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, By the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost that you deliver right now, set free right now, right now in the name of Jesus. God, you know your, you know, you know their situation. You know, you know what they're dealing with, God. Right now in the name of Jesus. Touch them in a place right now, God, that they'll know that, that, that you're real. Touch them in a place right now, God, that their faith be increased to believe that deliverance is available. Miracles shall occur. Right now in the name of Jesus. Healing is occurring right now. Right now in the name of Jesus. Doubts being transformed in the faith. Right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Bondages of addiction is being broken. Right now in the name of Jesus. 
glory to your name, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. That door of unforgiveness is being unlocked right now. God is going in that room and sweeping it clean. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Bitterness has been evicted right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask right now that you unlock their praise. Unlock their praise wherever they are. Unlock their praise where they may be able to shout out unto you even now. Not being embarrassed who hears them. Not being worried about what they look like. Where they may be able to shout out in freedom in you right now in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Oh, don't worry about how late it is or who hear you. Go ahead and shout out. Hallelujah. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Lift up your things. Wherever you are. He's reconstructing the walls. Glory to your name, God. He's even tearing down walls that didn't need to be built up. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. 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 Don't stop your praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Deliverance is taking place. Glory to your name, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. He just assured me that he didn't even have to wrestle with a stubborn demon tonight. That was deliverance freely. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name, God. Bless your name, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. That thing that you've been worried about all month long, it's done. Jesus name just testing your patience it's done glory to your name God thank you God hope you were blessed hope you were blessed I hope you were blessed normally we wouldn't be here tomorrow night but I got a surprise. We'll be back tomorrow night. What I'm calling Freedom Friday. Freedom Friday. We have a different format tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, I'm going to open up the panel. I want to hear from our listeners. I want to hear from our live listeners. So we'll make available to drop the link in the comments and you'll be able to come up and give us a testimony of what the Preacher's Corner, how the Preacher's Corner have impacted you within a short period of time. That's tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Hope y'all tune in. Hope y'all routed. Rowdy, rowdy, and excited to share what the Lord is doing on the preacher's corner. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I don't know about y'all, but I was blessed. I was blessed tremendously. Tremendously. As usual, somebody, somebody all up in there, or maybe that's that listen tomorrow, or next week, or in the future. They've been procrastinating, and they still been procrastinating. After hearing me say, "Start now, get perfect later." Dream big. Use kind words. Say I love you. Say please and thank you. Be grateful. Help others. Don't whine. Be silly. Keep calm. And carry on. That's my time. Salute. I'm out of here. This is our in-house production. In-house production. This is our in-house production. This is our in-house production. This is our in-house production.